What is up, BBB Army? Welcome back to our channel, BBB Army Hearts to Hearts. My name is Ruth. And I'm Nicole. I want to apologize because if the quality is terrible and if my sound or audio is off, um, the internet is trash today. This is literally, as Ruth said, take two. We are trying to yeah. film this again. We've had to like stop record and re-record. My internet is completely out. I'm having to use my phone to film this. So I don't have like the microphone set up and everything because I can't set that up through my phone. So I do apologize in advance if the audio sounds weird and for any kind of blurry quality, I'm doing this. So that way we are able to actually get this film today and get this episode put out there. <laughs> For this week so I apologize in advance I'm so sorry it's okay like I've been telling Nicole take two is a lot better than take one. Oh my god uh take one was bad guys it was like really bad <laughs> if y'all know what it's like to lag in a video game constantly that <laughs> was how it was for us that's a good comparison I like that yeah that's a good one thank you <laughs> but hopefully you guys can hear us and stuff and see us it's a lot better on take two this time around so again yeah. we apologize for any inconvenience the quality and sound but as of right now it seems to be working so we're just going to go for it so let us dive on in you guys we are going to be talking about black veil brides for aka the self-titled album today yes 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 and i think we have officially said this album is that was a gray tone era. Yes, because if you guys notice the album and then like the album jacket, it's all like a nice sleek black. But as Ruth put it, it does got like a lot of gray tones in it. So we're just calling it the gray tone era because it's beautiful. It's well done. Or 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 art term art art teacher speaking artist monochromatic. <laughs> the monochromatic era. I like that so much better. It's, it's exactly like the, the morning EP. There you go. But uh, we are diving into this album. You know, I we said this in our first round. I'm going to say it again. Uh, it kind of kind of worked out because last week we had the fan Kaylee come on from Canada. Amazing, wonderful fan. Love talking to her. And she was like the number one stan for this album. She kept saying how this album is so underrated. Like this album's songs are like, there's just more than the hit singles that we know of this album. And it's like, we need to show more love to this album, which to be fair, it's kind of true though, because uh, don't get me wrong. I do like this album, but I'm going to get so roasted. Don't come after me, guys. I love you guys. Just remember that. I love you. <laughs> it's on the bottom of my list when it comes to Black Provides albums, at least for me. And that is fair, though, because we know when it comes to ranking albums, for anyone, one of the albums is going to be on the bottom. But I do agree with what Kaylee had said as well. It is a very underrated album. Um, I feel like it doesn't get appreciated as much as it should. What's kind of funny about it, actually, kind of more interesting, well, more interesting than funny, I should say, is we all know that there's a lot of haters out there that totally dislike Black Veil Bride. But the weird part is when this album came out, like a lot of those metalheads became a huge fan of this album. They thought it was so cool. And I think maybe because it kind of represents almost Metallica and like Def Leppard and Kiss and all that in a way. I think they kind of got those vibes from this album. So it's, it's kind of interesting to see the switch and like in that kind of category for fans. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. I, I don't know if that's something you knew, Ruth, about like no, all, there's all a bunch of metalheads were doing like reviews on it and they were going nuts for this album. Oh, uh, and that is true. I, I didn't know that until I was doing like, I guess you could say my homework, my research when it comes to this album, because truth be told, I really did try. I mean, 
life is busy as of right now as an educator, just gonna say that. But I did try to go through this and look up interviews. But what, what I came across with Black Little Brides for the subtitle album is a lot of creators or just fans or music lovers do album reviews and a lot of them are metalheads that's the one thing i did see a lot on youtube i mean as for interviews from black little bride i know they exist out there i just couldn't find any yeah this album you guys it's extremely hard to find a lot of information on we obviously know it's out there but i feel with it not being as relative as a lot of their other albums like a lot of this stuff is buried and you have to dig really deep like super deep (laughs) i know i'm definitely going to give my thoughts and opinions when it comes to this album and probably learn some things from nicole because i know she did a little bit more research than i did i feel like i might have like some pretty basic stuff but we'll we'll see we'll see well let's start from the beginning this album was released on october 27 2014 (laughs) which i'm gonna say again I'm so happy that they're releasing so many of their albums in October and they keep like inching closer to my birthday and I just want them to release an album on Halloween. I want them to do it for the first time ever and I'm hoping maybe... When is that going to happen? You keep teasing us. When is actually an album going to be released on Halloween for all us Halloween fanatics on Nicole's birthday and Andy, your mom's birthday too. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i know okay. phantom tomorrow and this album obviously getting released in october and they keep doing tours like they started the black mass tour in october just a couple days before my birthday yes, and they and even I'm came down to, to denver i was like when did the black mass tour i guess official oh, i gotta look this up now black mass tour 2014 i do remember that they were touring with falling in reverse set it off and drama club yeah drama club was fun they had a fun surprise for everyone it's like they started in uh yeah october 21st um okay since you're on there does it show the list of tour dates yeah for you nicole they came to denver colorado on october 20 27th the day of the release of the <laughs> album i that's like the okay that is literally literally the second time that they have done that to me they did it with wretched and divine came to denver on the day that was released and then they did this god they were so close to my birthday no dude that's pretty awesome though like you went to a concert of the release of the album i have not gotten a chance or an opportunity or experience like that okay now i feel bad because i've gotten it twice and i'm so sorry Yeah, uh, so I went to that concert and they came to Spokane, Washington. And I think that was like my first and second, like, well, not, yeah, second, like, headlining BBB concert show I went to. So they came to Spokane, Washington, uh, November 8th. And Dude, I was freaking out when I saw the tour dates. I was a fresh, I'm uh, not freshman. I was a sophomore in college. We're here already. It does evolve around the four. We'll get back to four, but we're just here. <laughs> but because the Black Mass Tour was basically the self-titled four album concert show, let's be honest, because they did play a lot of songs from this album because of their new release. I know you went back and looked at your concert videos. I did the same. Can you, do you recall a lot okay. of the songs? I will, I will flat out tell you. Totally not going to be exposed here. But okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is my iPods that I've had since. You guys remember these iPods? <laughs> 
So in this iPod, it's probably dead right now. Yeah, it's dead. But yeah, I did look back at the footage. This was the iPod that I took to the Black Mass Tour to record and take photos of the concert. I know, I still have it. You didn't know iPods could film. <laughs> well, this was like the iPod. I don't even know what version it is. It's not like the small ones, kind of like the almost like the iPhone version one. So Oh, I had one of those. I know exactly what you're talking about. This was the iPod I went took to the Black Mass Tour. This was literally the smart device I had at the time. And... I still have the footage in here and tons of photos in here from Black Lives in high school years. We don't talk about that. I did look back. The quality on this iPod. Oh my God. It was so bad. Like when I was on barricade for that show, thank God. First time being barricade. I was barricade and yeah, I was screaming and recording as much as I could. And, but like, you know, you're on barricade. So like it's blasting sound, obviously. So like the quality of the audio. Oh, <laughs> not the greatest. It's like, bah! you can barely hear it. It's bad. Um, I filmed with my phone and going back and listening. It's just pure fuzz. It's like I was yeah! right next to the amp. And oh my God. Uh, yeah, it just, you can barely hear anything. No, but like, like I said, that was my second headlining Black Bull Bride show. I was super excited because um, not only what this album was releasing, but it was my second time. Actually, can't wait to go. I made a whole vlog about it on my personal channel. If you guys are interested, you can go check it out. I could not afford VIP. That broke my soul. Okay. College fresh, uh, I want to say sophomore year. Okay. I wanted to VIP so bad. Could not afford it! Damn it! So, I only got a general admission and ticket, and so to make sure I got at least as close as I could to stage, I arrived at the venue at noon, and uh, yeah, I was by myself, no friends or anything, by myself, parked my car, went to the knitting factory, and it's November in Washington, FYI. It's cold. So... <laughs> Um, you are so brave though dude, i'm just saying i waited six hours in general admission line in the cold could not move or anything because i would lose my spot my friend gave me hand warmers thank god i had a little <laughs> had coffee in my hand but i could it was cold like i was literally doing jumping jacks in the line just to keep myself warm i mean yeah i got strange looks at me but I, like i was at the point like i don't f care i need to f warm up and stuff by the time we got into the venue oh my god it felt amazing just to felt warm so say if it makes you feel any better that same tour it was cold out for us too it was raining like just downpouring uh, rain so we had to all wait outside in the rain oh and then God. when they did call vip in like we were getting yelled at by yanni they're like you will not touch the guys there will be none of this and <laughs> there were a lot of angry fans we were all just soaking wet i know waiting I out know. there i don't know we had wind chills and stuff it was bad but like you know i waited six hours in line in a cold I say through uh fall in reverse. I mean, I said through set it off drama club, set it fall in reverse, and then Black Bill Brides came on. I will always I I mentioned this before. There was a lovely fan in front of me because I was like second row. I guess you can say before barricade, and you know CC came on, and I was just screaming and stuff and singing along. And I guess you just saw how much of a fan I was of Black Bill Brides that I didn't know. At first, she literally had to pull me to switch spots with me because I just didn't know what she was trying to do because she kept worthing at me. But I'm just like, I yeah. don't know what you're saying. I don't know what you're saying. So she like literally switch pulled me and switched spots with me and put me on barricade. And I just looked back at her and I'm like, and she's like, enjoy. And I'm like, thank you. Wow. 
that was nice of her. That concert was amazing. I do remember Faithless was obviously a, a staple from this album was playing. They did play. I'm trying to think over here. I want to say they said play Goodbye Agony. I could be wrong. Though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they played Goodbye Agony for us. And then they played Heart of Fire. Heart of Fire. Yeah, Heart of Fire. Um, They did. They, for me, anyway, they played Last Rites. I, I want to say yes. I can't remember. It's been so long. I want to. I do know they played a lot of the songs from here. And uh, yeah, they basically played almost the whole album yeah, except minus like that. four or five songs. Yeah, I do want to say that. I did get a CC drum solo in that concert. It was amazing. Yes, same here. <laughs> I was so happy. I'm so mad that I didn't record it because I was running low on, on storage. So, ah, uh, see, I recorded it, but the problem is he yeah. was banging on those drums and on the amp. You can hardly, it's all fun. I know. God, these iPods, I swear, or phones at the time. <laughs> same like album jackie with the devil and the morning star that we see on this album at least for me i don't know for you nicole was on their backdrop on the concert on the stage did they have that yes yeah okay yes yeah yeah i mean yeah i want to say they keep i think they kept the backdrop relatively the same for all the shows yeah i do remember that dude that concert was amazing did i get horribly sick afterwards yes Was it worth it? Yes. Oh, it's always worth it for Blackville Brides. Blackville Brides for... I think, honestly, if it wasn't for that concert, for that tour, I wouldn't be very well introduced to this album of four, honestly. That's just my opinion. Really? I did listen to the album, obviously. Um, I do remember... Was it Heart of Fire, the first music video that came out for this album? Yes, it was. Yeah, I do remember watching it. I thought it was really cool what they'd done, where they work. Uh, I don't even know what they, I, I want to say a junkyard, probably not a junkyard. It's hard to say. I don't know if it was a junkyard or more like a back alley yeah. that it looked like. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I love the songs and stuff. And then the album came out. And then, I don't know, just hearing those songs live, obviously, is going to be different than hearing it on the albums. I guess that's why I was like, ooh, this song's so cool live. Like, obviously, Faithless, Heart of Fire, and et cetera. Speaking of their songs, like, all the singles that they had released for this album, I think was uh, Heart of Fire, Faithless, and Goodbye Agony. I think those were the only three singles, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, I think that's right, yeah. I feel like when it comes to a lot of Blackfield Bride albums, they usually make quite a few music videos, and there was only two music videos for this entire album, yeah. and that was Heart of Fire and Goodbye Agony. Was it? Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Heart of Fire, Goodbye Agony. I don't know why I thought three. Yeah, you're correct. I wish that they had like more than just two music videos only because it seems like for every other album, they have like more than just two music videos. But I think when it comes to this album, even though we just got the two, I feel like they gave us a treat when it came to Goodbye Agony because we have the kid from the Knives and Pens music video and we have, isn't her name, Eve Black or no. Alicia V. Hill, it was. She portrayed Eve Black or whatever in Legion mm-hmm. of the Black. That was pretty cool. It was it was pretty wild for them to put in little Easter eggs in there for us. Uh, fun fact, guys. Uh, I did not know the boy, the young man in Goodbye Agony was actually the boy from Rise and Pens and stuff. I did not know that until Chris Beersack told me himself. I'm like, oh, so I've just been a fan for a decade and did not know that? Okay. The first that I'm hearing of that. So that's, that's really interesting. No, oh, it is cool about that. I like I I when I remember watching that music video of Goodbye Agony, and you're like I knew who the girl was, obviously, because she had the notebook and everything, mm-hmm. and she looked the same. But the when the yeah. boy came in, I'm like, who are you? I didn't know right off the bat either. So that was kind of fun, and and then obviously when I found out, like that exploded my mind. I'm like, oh, 
whoa that's not whoa where has time gone because obviously he's grown up since we've seen him in uh knights and pens and perfect weapon i know look at that he got to be in three black doe bride music videos so when it comes to this album song that really spoke out to you i really loved drag me to the grave i even have i can i have like the lyrics even tattooed right here i have them tattooed on like a little script roll or whatever that song really just kind of speaks to me because unfortunately i'm just a very sad individual all the time and the lyrics a rising up i'm a fighter young and loud with desire heroes blessed by the fire i won't let these demons drag me to the grave I feel like it's kind of a representation of trying to get you away from the darkness and trying to bring you back to that light and not allowing all of these negative and bad things that are, whether they're happening to you or just happening around you, like to not let it affect you and the person that you are. So that song just really speaks out to me. Like obviously so much I had to get it tattooed. Um, so when I am feeling in dark times, I try to remember those lyrics. Is there a specific song that spoke out to you? Yeah. Um, so the last song is Crowns of Thorns. So I just love that song in general. There's a little bit more backstory. I'll make it short. But I was a sophomore in college and I spoke out what happened in my childhood in the summer before sophomore year which was a lot but um going back to college and honestly I was at a standpoint in my life of truth be told questioning my faith of what Mm -hmm. I believed in and everything and so when crowns of thorns came on I heard the lyrics and then obviously crowns of thorn the title again these are my thoughts my opinions only uh crowns of thorn most people think oh jesus the crowns of thorn that he would wore he wore during the crucifixion that's where my head went and so i was just very curious because like we know that andy he respects all religions and stuff obviously from his childhood from his grandma and stuff so i was just curious like what the song was really inventing and stuff and um where it says i will walk through hell in this world of strength and into your arms uh with this crown of thorns for me the first time i ever listened to it it just made me think like well jesus when he was getting crucified before he got onto the cross they were brutal to him he was walking through the streets with these heavy things on his back and yeah he did have that crown of thorns whipping and everything and all that pain he had to go through before he actually his time came on the cross i was just i mean the stories and imageries of it is a bit gruesome i will say but Mm -hmm you know the whole story behind it like he died for our sins and stuff which you know I still am interested with that story and you know again at that time I was questioning my faith and everything like what I believed in does God exist does Jesus exist etc and again this is where I was in my stand point but I, I don't know that song just kind of helped me kind of calm myself down and not overthink about my question and my faith if I'm going to the right path or not and all the sins and everything and it just really comforted me at that time honestly so I don't know if you caught on to this with crown of thorns um I don't know if a lot of other fans have either but do you remember like that opening line that Andy says yeah. seven years have come and gone all that's left are scriptured songs yeah it just makes me curious when he says those lines seven years have come and gone I'm wondering if that's a representation of the band itself this whole album made me question a lot actually just what what was going through him with andy at the time and the guys at the time because 
uh again going back to the religion standpoint of it like we have faithless we have crowns of thorn um devil in the mirror goodbye agony shattered god like i i want to say and if i'm incorrect i i do apologize that this album has a lot of religion aspects and inspired in these songs no and i actually i 100 percent agree with you on that it seems like i know that they have them really in like almost every album but it really mm-hmm. seems like in wretched and divine four that there's so mm-hmm. it's it goes much deeper into yeah. it it does go deeper it talks about the deep stuff like in the biblical stories too that are out mm-hmm. there in the bible like the ones that make you think or you're too scared to think or even the gruesome like the crucifixion of jesus christ so well a lot of these songs it seems like they hold a lot of anger and sadness at the same time it also holds like light yeah as weird as that may sound no no it it makes sense to me like these songs are like i will admit uh i think bbb4 and i think a lot of fans will agree with this is probably one as of right now their heaviest album with all the songs yes how heavy they go with not just with the lyrics but also like the tones and beats and the guitar solos and rhythms and everything and the drums like it's very heavy (laughs) it's their heaviest album from andy's voice it's got much deeper vocal tone and range and you have like the drums like they absolutely pound and then you have like hardcore riffs in there and that's just not off of like one song though it's like pretty much every single song they only had one slow song in there being walk away which i can't lie walk away just brings me back to the band cinderella and metallica because just the way it sounded so that i think that's why a lot of heavy metal fans were really digging this album just because every single song almost you could almost compare it to those old glam rock and roll bands the sound and the tones of it it sounded just like them it's heavy and even just like from the color choices that they choose from the gray tones to the black tones and Mm -hmm. just how simple the album jacket is because usually when you open the album jacket for most albums they have like some illustration but it's just straight black with the lyrics and everything Mm -hmm. yeah you have in the middle the picture you put the guys in the center and stuff like here but um even still the photo they're like serious (laughs) The photo almost seemed like they were trying to get like that kind of old rock type of vibe for photos. When we when we talk about the songs on this album, I think you'll agree that yes, they're all heavy, but Stolen Omen is like the most powerful track on yeah, there. It is. And do you know the story behind Stolen Omen's curiosity? You yes, I do because you told me it. Ah, okay, I couldn't remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> tell everyone what what stolen omen is so if you guys listen to the lyrics about stolen omen it talks about how they created the pathway and stuff for other bands to come because as all ogs and old fans of blackfoot brides fans know like when they started out this they had the war paint going on all the makeup and everything and you know they have said this in many interviews that they were teased at for putting on this i guess war paint on it's like why are you doing this makeup and theatrical stuff like it's pathetic it's stupid they were teased at and now they kept going with it and now at this point when this album came out they they saw other bands starting to put makeup and they're just like so you made fun of us and gave us for putting war paint and makeup on and now you're doing it 
because we basically created that pathway for you. Well, but like it annoys me because as you're saying that if you go back to older bands like Kiss that always had the makeup on and people like praise them for it. But then when Blackville Brides does like their own interpretation of war paint, it's hated on. I know it's stupid. And it's like, oh, just because Blackville Brides is not at the level of Kiss, you have every right to tease them and bully them and give them for it. And now, since they're where they are now, very successful in their career and made this pathway for you guys, oh, we're going to do makeup and totally forget what we gave you for it. <laughs> well, and speaking of the, the war paint, when Blackville Bride's self-titled album came out, there was no more war paint at that time. Mm-hmm. Not during that era. Like, after Wretched and Divine, we got a little bit of during Wretched and Divine, but when 4 came out, gone. Gone. It was gone. I know. It was almost like spooky in a way. Oh, I was, I like, was scared. Happening? Honestly, truth be told, I was scared of like, where's no, 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 nothing? <laughs> I mean, like, I was a bit scared too. I, it was kind of one of those. I'm like, okay, like, obviously, bands, they change, they grow, they always try to like outdo what they did last time. So I was obviously them entering into this new era was cool. But a, there was a part of me that was like, just kind of questioning like is the war paint completely gone or is this just for this era no i will agree with you on that honestly when this album came out truth be told when it just said blackville brides for i'm like yeah i know there's a fourth album what's the name of the album though that's i know it's stupid but i was literally digging through it and what's it i know it's four i know it's the fourth oh it's literally just called blackville brides four <laughs> i mean I thought it was actually kind of really cool. I won't lie. I was like, oh, it's just called Black Veil Brides. That's dope. I know you can't see it right now, but I'm holding up the album. And if you see the album jacket, I could not see the numeral of four on the whatever the rock the demon is on. I could not see the four on it until I really dig. I'm like, oh, oh there's yeah. the four. Yeah, yeah. That I did notice. That's why I call it Blackville Brides 4 <laughs> instead of just self-titled. I know. I think I, I said this in take one, but I recently saw fans calling it the self-titled album like last year. And I'm like, oh, I guess that makes I just always call it Blackville Brides 4. <laughs> then there were out of this album, because this album was a banger, like it was actually going pretty hard for metal fans. And I don't know if you knew this, Ruth, um, but Faithless, Heart of Fire, and Goodbye Agony aired on BBC Rock Radio. I did. I did find that out. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things I've never got. I don't know if you've gotten the chance to listen to, like, Black Phil Brides on the radio. I've, unfortunately, have never heard him on the radio. Never heard of him on the radio? Ever? No. Never. Really? Yeah. I, I, the, old, the one song repeatedly I've heard on the radio was in the end. <laughs> My mom always listened to like the rock stations and we used to work together, um, like delivering mail, never heard Blackville Brides. Like they'd always play the same old songs over and over. And that's why I would get so annoyed because I'm like, play Blackville Brides. And then I hear that Blackville Brides songs are played on the station, but it's always when I'm not listening to the radio. No, I've only heard Indiana a couple of times and every time it came on, I would freak out and whoever was in the car was in me like, why are you freaking out? Because they're playing Black Book so shut up! <laughs> this is worth the freak out. I do want to talk to you, though, about this album since I'm kind of going back to how we said in the beginning. So, as we mentioned, this album's kind of underrated. A lot of fans don't reach for it or listen to it as much. Obviously, the mm-hmm. fans do. 
thank you for doing it. Out of just curiosity, well, why do you think this album is so underrated and is the underdog out of all the albums? I'm so glad you actually asked me that. <laughs> In my own personal opinion, and I want to hear your opinion afterwards too. Um, but my thoughts, when we look compared to We Sit She's Wounds, Set the World on Fire, and Wretched and Divine, War Paint era, and I mean, I want to start off by saying every album they do is phenomenal. In my personal opinion, I feel like they always try to progress and outdo their last album, as all bands should. I think the reason this one is so underappreciated and looked past is because I feel that this was a new era of Blackfield Brides that fans were not expecting. And I think a lot, I think a lot of them were shocked when the war paint was gone and it was heavier. Um, and I don't think a lot of fans were used to that when it comes to this album. So I do think that that is a kind of, kind of a big reason why, I, I think that's part of the reason why this album isn't everyone's favorite and not to mention it almost seemed like something changed in Black Bill Brides when this album was released too. There was definitely as we all know there was a lot going on that we're not going to get into but when this album came out to me they stopped being happy it seemed so and I think a lot of fans kind of caught on to that that's kind of why I'm thinking a lot of fans maybe don't like the album just because it probably to other fans it doesn't scream Black Veil Brides like the rest of the albums do but I think they were just trying to do something new like all bands do which I don't think they did anything wrong by it because I can honestly say I love this album I think it's a classic I think it's a banger I'm into heavy metal music, so obviously this, with, it, with how heavy it was, yeah. I was digging it. But I can definitely see why a lot of other fans maybe weren't as into it as much as others. I mean, yeah, that's a pretty good fair reason. What are your thoughts on why it's so underappreciated? I'm scared to answer it. <laughs> I'm curious now. Why you, what? <laughs> Tell me. Okay. like I like the album don't get me wrong I do there's some really good songs just for me I mean to be fair growing up I wasn't exposed to Metallica or Kiss or anything so you know honestly Blackwell Brides in a way was my first introduction to rock so when I did mm -hmm. hear their first albums I really enjoyed it and stuff and I was learning still about the rock industry the rock music back then and so, and I, I know I mentioned this, I don't know which episode, but I did at one time that Wretched and Divine, they did a phenomenal job with it, having a concept album for it, all the songs, the, how it sounded, they literally went all the way for that album out of their comfort zone. So I guess I was just such in a high with Wretched and Divine. And so I was actually curious, like, Ooh, what are their fourth albums going to be? Are they going to do something similar to Wretched and Divine? Or are they going to go on top of it and stuff and I was just such on the high so when I heard news about four and saw the heart of fire music video and stuff I got super excited and stuff because I do I do like heart of fire it's a really nice song I like the tempo of it too and then when the album came up listened to it I was a little taken back because like oh they went heavier Metallica way and stuff where these songs and stuff and I just kept listening to it and like yeah I do enjoy it but like I guess I was just such in a high from Wretched and Divine I was just hoping for it would just be somewhat in that level or past it. Mm -hmm. And for me, I just felt like it wasn't just because I just wasn't expecting the different tempos and song change to go a bit heavier in a way. And like you said, like 
just listening to the song, seeing the color choices and everything with this album, even just honestly the promotion. I didn't see, I didn't really see that much of it, honestly, compared to other albums. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, is everything okay? <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Like I was like a bit concerned. I mean, we all know you know later down the road but um at that time I was just like is everything okay like are they okay are they I honestly at first okay I know this is stupid really stupid but I honestly thought are they mad at us (laughs) really stupid but I honestly thought came across my mind so I will say this maybe we can say that Blackfield Brides 4 was almost in a way rushed because you got to think they spent so much time on Wretched and Divine to the point where when yeah. it was released, as you said, everyone was on such a high with it. It was epic. How could they possibly outdo this? It was released in 2013 and then boom, Blackfield Bride's self-titled album came out one year later. So maybe in a way it could have been rushed and that's probably why a lot of people don't like it and I do agree with you like it encompasses elements of like uh Def Leppard and Metallica and Kiss and maybe a lot of fans who are who didn't grow up with those bands or who weren't introduced to them hearing this album probably threw them off because they were like whoa this doesn't even sound like Blackville Brides I mean I knew it was Andy's voice for one obviously and everything else but like I do remember still at that even yes even as a freshman I keep wanting to say freshman I was a sophomore sophomore in college I was still getting learning about Led Zeppelin Metallica Kiss and everything and just hearing their songs and tempo I mean obviously I knew who Blackville Brides were knew what their sound was and yeah I will admit it did surprise me not bad but it's just like oh caught me off guard a little bit and maybe that's why I appreciate the album so much and why I I adore it is you know I grew up listening to those kinds of bands in my own opinion I'm like wow this this totally outdid Wretched and Divine but I can understand why for you and other fans they're like nah this did not outdo Wretched and Divine my opinion it didn't it's still a great album I really do appreciate the Crowns of Thorns song honestly I just want to say thank you BBB for that song because I was really questioning my faith at that point of my life and that song just kind of gave me some comfort so thank you for that also I before we completely forget bonus song for this album yes no, no, I was not going to forget that, girl. Are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> That's like my second favorite song off this freaking album. Okay, so what was it? Wretched and Divine. Nope, nope. We set the world on fire, started the bonus track, then Wretched and Divine. And then when you come to Blackfoot Brides 4, their bonus track being Sons of Night, which you could only, only get if you bought the CD from Best Buy. Best Buy, I know. It was weird. I was like, I do read now because Jake was still vlogging on his YouTube channel and he did like a quick promotion. It's like, oh yeah, you should buy the Best Buy CD because you have Sons of Night mm-hmm. and everything. I already ordered the album on Blackfoot Bride's website already. And so when I heard about yeah. the, a bonus song, I'm like, I don't have money. I can't already spend it on this. That was exactly the same here. I had already pre-ordered the album. And you know, now now that I think about it more, why can't y'all put the bonus song on the pre-orders? Come on. I don't know why they didn't, but like for any fans who don't know about the bonus song, please look it up on YouTube because yeah, it's not even on Spotify or any other streaming platforms as bonus song. It's only on YouTube. 
I don't know if you know this, Demi Nicole. So we have the album where they sing it, but then there's another one that says Black Boat Brides for Spoken Words, which is literally ending speaking the words to you of each song. I did not know that. Where did you find this? Spotify. It's on Spotify. Spotify. See? God damn it. I just have to get me a Spotify. <laughs> it's one of those things you're eventually going to have like everything. Road, one of everything. My life on broken bones. Not living for this anymore. You want to fight? I'll bring a war. I feel alive inside. I won't be terrible. It's basically like an uh, po- like a audible. <laughs> Amanda mm-hmm. just speaking each lyric to you. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool for him to do that. Or yeah, that's actually super interesting. I don't, yeah, I think it might just be on Spotify. I don't know if it's on our heart radio or YouTube music or anything else. I don't think it is um, because I literally have every song of theirs on iHeartRadio and the Audible is not one of them. Come to Spotify, Nicole. I know. I don't have to come to the dark side. Um, It's amazing. With this album, <laughs> Richard Villa is obviously, he did the art. Amazing job again, Richard. An amazing, beautiful job again. I know. Oh, he did a fantastic job. I won't lie. That demon is so freaking cool looking. A demon it is. Oh, also, I know we mentioned this in take one, but I do like the little take that they did with the Morningstar with the little spikes on it. Yes. And as I, just like I said on on take one too, the little spikes on the morning star almost to me, I feel like it's supposed to resemble the demon on the cover, like with his horns. I see the Batman logo. <laughs> no, I do like what they did with that logo, uh, the little spikes to it, and then the demon. Honestly, truth be told, when I saw this demon creature that Richard painted and designed for four, I thought like, oh, is that like the Wild Ones inspired mask, like? dad lord god it looks very similar to it i'm and you know hear me out on this let's just say for instance it is what if the mask is supposed to be an interpretation of this demon after let's just say after killing it or something and that's like the mask that they all wore to resemble it that sounds it sounds weird but there's some a little intertwined when it comes to wretched divine because obviously in goodbye agony the girl is there from wretched divine hello so yeah which you know it's it's definitely got wretched and divine elements to it if you think about it and the young boy we actually the boy i know we discussed the boy already does he actually have a name though (laughs) honestly i don't know i'm sorry sir i don't know your character name when it comes to the black (laughs) Bride's universe chris does this men young sir's character have a name actually because we only seen him in knives and pans perfect weapon and then obviously goodbye agony does he actually have a name though because i just call him the boy from knives and pans yeah the kid the guy the boy you know there was a lot of merchandise that came out with this album though if be told i was just gonna ask you because i could not remember so there were there was actually quite a bit it, to be fair it was more shirts than anything else um I will have to show the photo because I don't actually own this sweater. Oh. You remember the sweater that I sent you yes. and Ashley that I'm like, if you guys ever come across it, any fan that comes across it, or if you're just selling it, like I will happily take it from you. <laughs> it's the sweater has the demon on the back, just like doing that pretty much. It's super cool looking. It's just the head and the front has black bell brides with the morning star symbol in it. It looks very similar 
to when they released the We Stitchy's Wounds album and all that merchandise. The wording looks very similar to that. Um, it's a sweater that I've been wanting personally forever. I think it was only sold at the merch tables and oh. this and I wasn't able to get to go to the merch booth after the Black Mass tour just because the line was so long. Same. But uh, this is another shirt that came out after Black Veil Brides 4. And I think the shirt that you're wearing as yeah, well. Yeah, I was Ruth. just going to say that. Yeah, so I I was fortunate enough to get a Black Mass t-shirt from the merch line. But um, yeah, this this is a long sleeve shirt I'm wearing, which just has the little spikes of the Morning Star. I actually got this. I found this at Hot Topic in their clearance section because obviously when the album clearance, I know, I know. But uh, I uh, college years was broke, was focused on my education and stuff, and so I just I could only afford the album at the time. So my friends and I went shopping because it was birthday month when I went to the concert and stuff. And we went to Hot Topic and we're just looking around. And then I just saw this long sleeve BBB shirt with their morning stars on it. And it has the morning stars bottom here. It says Black Phil Brides. And my friend's like, you don't have this. I'm like, no, I don't. It's on clearance. I'll get it for you for your birthday. I'm like, cool. <laughs> well, and I was just trying to dig through. I have all my Black Phil Brides shirts right here, but I'm going to have to do a lot of digging. I have like I, I think I own almost every single top from the Blackville Brides 4 era. Like they have another one, the demon on it doing exactly that, but it has the guys right underneath it. Oh. They're posing. It actually says, drag me to the grave. I remember and I'm like, that. yes, a drag me to the grave shirt. And the other one that they have, it's the faithless it, or is it faithless or is it heart of fire? So there a faithless or how to fire one where it has like the lyrics on it and everything like they came out with so much merchandise but once again it was mostly shirts and vinyl you have it behind you <laughs> yes i do have the vinyl um i didn't actually buy it um i was <laughs> gifted to me from my friend for christmas so i was actually really excited about that because i didn't know that there was a vinyl available um and he lives in england so he mailed that to me it was like a really good christmas present <laughs> No, I think four was definitely something that took a lot of fans by surprise and off guard just by how the the direction they went through. Obviously, no war paint at the time because we were so a little used to it. But now we're like, oh, no war paint. Okay. So four was something fierce. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a good way to say it. Yeah, definitely fierce. It's a great album. It's definitely underrated. So anyone, let's get those numbers up on the streaming platform for four because, you know, obviously Blackfoot Brides works hard and everything, but four does mm -hmm. deserve love too. It really does. Once again, all the songs on there are beautiful too. I feel like every song in a way helps people out from the darkness just like all their songs do on every other album but I, I do think it's the heaviness that maybe drew some fans back could be who knows honestly uh, I know every fan has their own opinions but who knows <laughs> for any fan that is watching if you could comment your opinion about Blackfoot Brides 4 that would be awesome we'd love to read them yes we do I'm curious to know your guys' opinion when it comes to is a self-titled floor so please leave that below we would love to read them or on our twitter too well which i do have one last question for you then ruth with how heavy this album was for the next album that they come out with are you kind of hoping that they can go back to a more well, heavier tone jake has already kind of spilled the beans already on his twitch streams about this <laughs> oh i know that's why i'm asking <laughs> 
I just want to know if you're looking forward. <laughs> you know, after four, and at, uh, for those of us who don't follow on Jake on his Twitch streams, he kind of spilled the beans that he is working on a new song and how he really wants working on heavy songs for Black Bill Brides and for mm-hmm. Andy and just all the guys. And obviously, chat was going crazy when he said heavy. So yeah. I'm here, like, I'm now educated and stuff. I've because back then I wasn't it took me off guard and now I am educated still getting educated but I'm well now so I'm like yeah I'm all up for this just with their talents and skills as of right now I'm looking forward to it honestly yeah well and you know I would like to add this in real quick um it kind of goes with that question you asked me of why maybe it wasn't appreciated as much with this album being their heaviest by far it would make sense because having that come back out in 2014, I think a lot of uh, people in general just weren't into like heavier type of songs and bands. I know Motionless and White was around, but I don't, they were not nearly as popular as they were now. Same with Ice Nine Kills. So I'm wondering if Black Little Bride Sport is more accepted now because heavy metal music is just kind of on the trend right now. It's on the rise. A lot of people are digging it. They're into it. It's becoming like very popular. Makes me wonder if they were going to hold back with these songs and put it out. Now it would it would be different. Reviews would be different with the fans. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I'm wondering. Possibly. You know, it's always weird. The music industry and just the generation now is always changing their thoughts and opinions on anything when it comes to songs and stuff. And it's just, yeah, it's curious how that works. And at the same time, like, okay, whatever. So it's just, it's interesting. So I'm saying, I think Black Hill Brides 4 would be more accepted now than it was back when it was released. Uh, but of course, it, when it was released, Metalheads went nuts for it. But, which was cool because it was nice to finally have haters go, oh, you know what? Black Hill Brides actually isn't bad. Haters are going to hate. They're still out there, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, they're still out there. But it, it, was, it was really cool to actually have... <laughs> some of them go on to YouTube to make a video apologizing and saying how cool they think Black Brides are now. That is true, though. I mean, that is true. <laughs> I remember watching some of those in college. And I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. You, yeah, you, you apologize. You apologize. <laughs> I know, right? You grovel. All right, BBB Army, today's fan shout out goes to the heckin' awesome Bellamy. For anyone that doesn't know, Ruth and I actually met up with them on the Trinity of Territory for the Cincinnati show. They were just super cool. They allowed us to interview them. Go ahead and give them a follow on Twitter and Instagram. They are a huge supporter of Blackville Brides. And for anyone that also likes Motionless and White, they are also a huge supporter of them too. They're super friendly. And once again, they're just a dedicated diehard fan of Blackville Brides. Yeah, when we all met up in Cincinnati, we were lucky enough to talk to them and stuff and get to know them a little better. And like, they were just so happy just to meet us and stuff because they told us straight up like, oh, I've been following you guys on social media. And so again, Bellamy, it was so wonderful just to meet you in person and just you are so sweet and I see that you're so supportive of the BBB army. So just thank you so much for all of the support and obviously for the support of BBB and obviously your other bands like Motionless and White and stuff. But like, we're hoping to see you at, uh, again sometime. So just again, thank you for being a, such an awesome fan and just an amazing person. Everyone go and give them a follow. They are honestly incredible. They're super sweet to talk to. You will not regret that. Nope go and they're very active on jade's twitch stream well bbb army we have come to the end of this episode thank you guys so much for tuning in as we discuss the bbb4 aka the monochromatic or gray tone era (laughs) 
Yes. Still a cool era, in my opinion. I love it. Definitely something that came out of nowhere for a lot of fans, for sure. But we do appreciate this album and all the works you did for this album, Black Love Bride. So thank you again, Black Love Brides, for all your hard work for this. And if we missed anything or any fun facts that we just did not know, please leave it down in the comments below. We would love to read them. Chris, I'm sure you know a lot, but uh, you can please subscribe to our channel. You can find all of our social media links down in the description. Yes, we are officially on all streaming platforms where you can listen to our podcast. We're also on TikTok where we post little videos here and there of snippets of our show. Next week, we have a very awesome guest coming on. And we are super excited to have him on, to talk to him and everything. More to come, more to come. So tune in for next week for sure. Let's head on off before Nicole's or internet on both of our sites decides to be a bitch again. So I know, right? No more lagging. We don't want the lag. No more lag. But thank you guys so much. We will see you guys later. Bye.